Hello, and thank you for joining us once again for episode 125 of Riding Through the Ages, our revolving journey through the eras of Kamen Rider. I am Eric. And I'm Eugene. And today we will be way back in Kamen Rider 1971, episode 31, entitled Deathmatch, the Ant-Eating Devil Arigabari. Probably wrong, but who cares? It aired October 30th, 1971. It was written by Matsuru Irigami and directed by... Katsuhiko Taguchi. And so it's an anti monster. I mean, it's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say, what else can is there to say? Yeah. That's... The story left off with. <laughs> with him kicking. Yeah. They kicked somebody again. They blew up. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there's not much to say about. <laughs> yeah, it's like the anti devil, blah, 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 blah. And we're going to go watch that episode. Be right back. Yeah, it, uh, so. For people who don't realize, it's like we were what we um the problem with the names in seventy one is they're just combinations of sounds of like the Japanese name for the animal or or thing and then like something else. Yeah. So it's kind of like when they just they're just making up words. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much you can do about it. Right. And then they put them in katakana. To show that they are a made up word, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, and it's almost just, it's almost impossible to know like what these things are even gonna do because we had, we had what we had the ant lion and didn't it like shoot thunder and lightning like yeah it it, it yeah. made sand yeah and then did some lightning thing yeah yeah so it's like the combination <laughs> is like yeah the sand pit okay that that applies that's what I think of when I think okay Final Fantasy ant lion it's gonna be a sand pit right or yeah whatever. but then you gotta realize also it's like they had the the cobra shot fire. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes all the way back. It's the core. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because I mean, even if you think of the starfish flinging itself like a ninja star. <laughs> yeah, I think you're like the genius. Yeah. but I never would have thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's it's hard to wager. Like, is it's is it's uh, first off, is it gonna have a long nose, and then is it gonna be able to oh you, do you, stuff with it uh, like a trunk? When like, you see it, you're like, okay, that's an that's an anteater. There's no, it's no. Jibba Condor, you know, Jabakandor. Jabakandor. Yeah, where it's like, oh, what is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> is it going to be have a fast-flitting tongue that's like a whip? Like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I, I have no idea. I don't remember if they did. They, I mean, they have, like, it's got claws, and it's got the, the hmm. it, it obviously looks like an anteater. And, uh, but it's just like, yeah. But they're just making things up. Yeah. They don't research. What's the point of research? Get out of here. Show me a picture. Good enough. Yeah. And and really and when you think about it, that. you're like when you think about it, you're like, Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> because they're they're making weird monsters to begin with. Yeah. Like they don't have to base it on anything real. Yeah. If anything, sometimes they try too hard to to show you the scientific process that went into making the monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the this is a kids show. Let's put some education in here. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a lizard that doesn't exist. A lizard dinosaur that doesn't exist that we're gonna what like extract the poison from or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's like I can't remember. Yeah, it's like it might have existed or it could have existed or it's just like yeah. yeah. Here you it's go, like, kids. Here's some bad science for you. <laughs> like, uh, let's have a griffin. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, if it was based off of mystical creatures, they could just do whatever they want. It was a sphinx monster. Yeah, I think they have one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably like season three stuff yeah no in 71 if i remember correctly, there's like a uh, okay. egyptian sphinx monster or something like that <laughs> or a mummy that they uh, come together or something freaking legend yeah because they, they they don't care yeah they don't care <laughs> they can just do whatever they want and that's the great thing about 71 is that there's no there's no restrictions to the formula common writer because right. they're making it up as they go along yeah there's no restrictions to what shocker can do yeah it's like one episode, they're all about the gold. The next episode, they're going to set Tokyo Dam on fire. Yeah. Or Tokyo Bay on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say it's like a, like a two-to-one strength weakness. Like, on one hand, you have no expectations going into it. On the other hand, you have no expectations going into it. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, well, we're watching the episode now. Yeah. So, I mean, because it was just like... Yeah, you're just vegging. Yeah, it was just about being fun. Yeah, it's just a fun show you watch once a week. They're not trying to say anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, that's yeah. this is the problem with a lot this of is shows. This my decompression season, man. This is where I come in and just be like, yep. 
I mean, even with common, shows of common writer, but there's there's a problem with just shows in general sometimes. It's like you're focused too much on just saying something. Can't yeah. you just make a show? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel that way about. Uh, I actually got into an argument with my mom. It's the strangest. I know this. The more that I say this, the more awkward it's going to sound. I got into an argument with my mother because I said that zo- not every zombie movie has to have a political underlying message. <laughs> And it's like, on one hand, she's thinking, okay, Romero did it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's my point. We've, we've seen that story. You can just tell, like, it's, use the zombies as a tool. They could be, it's like an earthquake or yeah. a tsunami. It, yeah. It's just a thing. Yeah. And people have to survive it. It's like, we don't have to have, like, racial tension or, like, a wife beater. Yeah. You know? Well, it was like, what was that? I, I think it eventually went into it, but, like, the start of the that one, uh, I Will Love You Till the End of the World, mm-hmm. where it just, it was basically, like, him and his, trying to survive. Yeah, him and his fiance got separated. Yeah, people forget that's a story that can be told. <laughs> yeah, it's like actually, it just happens to be what separated them was a horde of zombies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, could have been anything. Could have yeah. been like uh, light, flooded or like the ozone layer broken. Now, yeah, they could just be on opposite space stations. You know, it's yeah. just like, man eating insects. Yeah, you know? just, it could be anything. Yeah. It's just like when you when you make it zombies. You just you can just move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's easy. There's there's no scientific explanation necessary. It's zombies. Yeah. There you go. Some people want the science. Other people are just like whatever. It's zombies. We yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's like yeah. Sometimes you just want just, just tell the story. Sometimes you just need to kick something. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and have yeah. it blow up somehow. Have some horrible horrible detective work lead into some wacky science, and the next thing you know, a Nazi base blows up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Step three, Nazi base blows up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, there's some good... If I think this is the one, there's some Goro stuff in this one. Nice. Uh, Goro, the real star of the show. The real hero. For sure. <laughs> He's growing into himself. Hero of legend. Yes. Uh, Off to fight the Demon King. Uh, it's like... Uh, it's kind of sad that like they don't... Go further into it because I'm like I don't think they ever talk about Goro again mm. after Common Rider yeah. after the first season of Common Rider. It's kind of like how like there's no Ruriko, you know, right? Just like, kind of walked off scene. Yeah, uh, and some of the girls also uh, the girls they just disappear. They're just never seen again. And then some other girls come in, and then it's just like <laughs> it's like ah, <laughs> like when Hongo comes back, he brings his own set. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of like new girls with him. Yeah. I mean, that, honestly though, that makes sense. Because yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, it makes sense. They're his assistants. <laughs> Hongo's the man. He's got yeah. quote unquote assistants. Yes. This is the one that assists with my feet when they're sore. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one that assists with my sandwiches. Yeah. This is the one that feeds me grapes. <laughs> yes. This is my fanning girl. <laughs> yes. They assist me. Yeah. Um. Not to be confused with. My fangirl over here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> got a delicate role. No, um, it's 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 especially back in the day where it's just like they like if you get into like the actors, they had less like you're gonna be in this many episodes, sign mm. this contract type thing. Yeah, there's a lot less uh, keeping their jobs safe. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, like there was a whole thing with like um in the original Power Rangers, had they just fired three of them? Yeah, because they well they thought that they were gonna. <laughs> yeah, they're, they they're like they were protected. They're like we're the biggest things in the world. We need to like make a little money, and they're like you're fired. Yeah, you want to make money? <laughs> oh, oh, silly goose. We're gonna replace the yellow, the green. Uh, we're gonna replace the yellow, the red, and the black ranger <laughs> with some new people, and we're just gonna have you. And like I never noticed it when I was watching it as a kid, but I went back and watched it, and you're like, yeah, this is very obvious what's going on here. Yeah, because it's like they're just using stock footage or like voiceovers. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how much you know you miss when you're a kid you know it's like very obvious things that you're like wow how did i how did i not notice something was how off? did you not notice that the yellow ranger was a dude yeah <laughs> seriously like a tall dude yeah. versus a really short girl <laughs> seriously yeah i mean it's just it's crazy crazy and you had no expectations, I guess. You yeah. Nothing going on in your head. You're just watching. You're just watching. You're just, it's just colorful kicks and yeah, stuff like you might that. might have some. I mean, it's the same thing with like, you know, if you go back and you like watch uh, some of the old cartoons when I was a kid and like now, now some of them are like much worse and some of them are actually better. Yeah. Like Darkwing Duck is now better now that I actually know the source material is spoofing. Yeah. Of like Spider-Man and Batman mm. and stuff. And then you also watch it, you're like, dude, this is a great show about a single dad yeah. raising his adopted daughter. Yeah, something you just don't get. <laughs> yeah. And that's not to mention sometimes they'll have like adult jokes 
that yeah. you just don't understand. Like I um like the other day, uh, Hocus Pocus. There's a scene where the girls like the the bus opens up and they're like, uh, we want children or something like that. And then the bus driver's like, okay, it might take a few tries. But, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking about that when I was a kid, but now it's like, okay, that's classic comedy right <laughs> it's there. Like, you're like, <laughs> it's like, you know what? I think we can make that work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The weird things that they never answer, like, where is Max's mom and goof troop? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is she dead? Did she die? Did she Or are them? they just divorced? Yeah. Or is it like, did she It don't just... make It's like, because whatever the answer, it changes how you look at Goofy. It's like, oh, he's actually trying really hard here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, it's like, if he's the guy who stayed. Yeah. Or if he's the guy who, like, survived. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Either way, it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it would also explain why they, they might be... They're separated now, or like he's feeling more apart from his kid because he's probably working real hard, not really spending much time yeah. with them. He grows yeah. up now. They have he hasn't been you know part of that really because he's been so busy. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. So like those things, and it's just like those are really good. And then you watch other shows, and you're just like, what um, what is what's going on here? Yeah, it's like what is this crap? <laughs> like like uh, what was it uh. Like if you like Ren and Stimpy, I I watched it and I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah, and uh, that that's one of those shows that I was never really a big fan of as a kid. And I couldn't put my finger on it, and now I'm watching it. And I'm like, okay, I can definitely put my finger on why I didn't like this, and I still don't really. The comedy is just not my style. First off, and then you watch Rocco's Modern Life, and you realize it's Rocco's postmodern life, and <laughs> it's just like you're like, oh, it's this is this is supposed to be a kids show, but this is just about like what it's like to be an adult. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I remember one whole episode was about the fact that him desperately trying to get to the store because the store is having a 99% off sale, oh. sale and he like had no food and he just kept keeps getting interrupted yeah. and yeah and he misses the sale by like one by like one minute oh. <laughs> and he forces them to change it back and then the food gets like knocked out of his car and he loses it anyway. Oh, <laughs> so tragic. But then you look at it and you're like, Heifer's eating hamburgers all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, that being said, uh, we actually, well, it's funny how we don't see those things in 71. Right. Because 71 is just like, this is a kid's show. Yeah. They're, they're actually really on point with uh, like, some, sometimes they get a little, like the imagery can be a little creepy when you think about it. But yeah. other than that, it's like, you know. I mean, in the later shows you see that, that there's like, like uh, it's meant for like more general. It's it, there's some like more general. anybody can like it. Yeah, yeah. but the, but like seventy one, it's like this is a kids show. Yeah, it's like don't come in here with what you know of the real world. Yeah, it's like, like this is not, science. It's like we're not gonna go into like the intricacies of politics. Nazis were bad guys. Yeah, Nazis <laughs> were bad guys. Period. <laughs> like don't worry about it. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting considering where they were in the war. But yeah, well uh, the thing is is like um. And even still today is like the generalized Japanese consensus is like they were wrong. Yeah. You know, and that's why they were like there. They were uh, there was such a, a problem when uh, so much pushback when they changed the rules about uh, the self-defense force being able to act outside their borders. Because mm-hmm. like everybody's like, dude, the last time we did this, we went we did bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just it's nice. There's the, the conscious. Uh, yeah. Sort of. Well, awareness it, it, well of it's where like, they were. And like we I've, I've talked about this before, but there's a there's the good and bad side about it. But that's the difference between like a nationalistic mentality versus an individualistic mentality. They mm-hmm. both have their bad things. Yeah. Um, and like when it's all when when all you're focusing on is what's good for society, the individual loses out so much. And when you only focus on what the society, uh, the, the individual society loses out so much. And it's like they're, it, it's uh, the best would be a balance in between. But humans aren't good at balance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, ha 50 50. No, no. I'm only good. I'm going to do everything or nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. I tell people I'm not lazy. I'm selectively ambitious. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> when I'm doing something, I'm doing that. Yeah, this is my thing right now. <laughs> I'm all in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go see uh, what uh, powers the ant line, the ant eater has. Yeah, and whether or not it's gonna take one or two episodes to kick it in the face. Yes. <laughs> so we we'll be back. Is she? Uh, okay, and we are back. And the funny thing is, is there was like a good, there was like 
a deep message in this episode. Yeah, there, there was a core story. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, we were talking about it. it's like it's just a good show, and like this one is just like has to do with like overcoming obstacles, inner demons, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was done like it was filmed the way you'd expect, but the the message. I mean, it was still a common writer episode, right? <laughs> yeah, but it was just like. Uh, uh, but yeah, this has been definitely a better story than usual. Yeah, for seven, which is funny because it's like one of the. Like, not worst, but, like, weirder monster designs. Yes. Yes, <laughs> definitely. I mean, like, there's been worse monsters. Oh, for sure. But most of the time, you don't think Anteater is, like, a dangerous monster. No. Definitely not. <laughs> well, but, it's like, they've also had caterpillars, which would be... The- sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I mean, really, they, they, they've proven that they can take anything and make it a, a cyborg killer. Well, I think machine. I said before, like, any monster... Put to the size of a person is scary. Yeah, like you even even like larger animals put to the size of a person are scary. Like yeah, big making bigger creatures smaller. Yeah, still. like a a man sized bear would still be like I don't want to mess with that. Yeah. I mean you don't. <laughs> I mean really, it's like one of those things. Bears get a horrible stigma because of grizzlies, but you know unless there's ch- like they're young around, really they'll they'll go away. Yeah, but if you're like alone, like you, it's like middle of the night and you're t- you're peeing on a tree and you look over and there's like a <laughs> a dog sized <laughs> cub or something. <laughs> like that it's like yeah it's like dude it's you like, can't even climb the tree i mean You're done yeah yeah uh, i mean uh you've already crapped yourself uh yeah it's just like any animal put to bigger or smaller if it's human size that means it can also like that's the thing it's like if you're running from say an elephant uh-huh you can just go into a place an elephant can't get to right but if the elephant is human size, yes. <laughs> so the elephant chases you. Yeah, it's like I could go into a small cave, but like, no, if the elephant could chase you into a small cave, you're right. screwed. It's like, ah. Yeah, seriously. It's like every animal in the world is just like, also, it's like their muscular structure makes them stronger than everything else. I mean, right. Yeah, like chimpanzees. Yeah, it's just like. You don't mess with a chimpanzee. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter if you were as yoked. Like, if you look as yoked as a chimpanzee, I promise you that chimpanzee is still going to tear you limb from limb. <laughs> yeah. They have a denser muscle. Yeah, it's like every animal has a denser muscle. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're designed to survive fights with themselves. Like, we, we are squishy and can die a million ways. Yeah, we, we are designed to uh, just to, well, poke them before they poke us. Yeah. We're designed to uh, just throw things at them. (laughs) We got honestly, we got the best of like we got not the best of, but you know, good parts of everything combined. Yeah, which comes out to be jack of all trades. Somehow is the master of all trades. Yeah, it's the brain. Oh, yeah, it's the brain, and it's just because we just make the things that we're good at. Yeah. Um, Okay, one more thing before we get back on topic, I just wanted to mention that this whole conversation just reminds me of how much people like movies have made us forget how scary wolves are oh yeah like you wolves are big yeah you wolves think- are big it's just like they're faster they're stronger they can see in better light they can tear you apart and they're huge <laughs> yeah they are huge like it's kind of funny like every time you see like a a, a dire wolf on tv uh, you know like in fantasy shows that you're thinking well oh, that's a giant wolf not really. Yeah. I mean, it's a slightly bigger wolf. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just the wolves that you've been seeing are like half dog, half wolf. I mean, like... Like hybrids that you can tell because they're able to lift their tail. That's the giveaway. Yeah. The thing um, is, is like humans one-on-one will lose to most animals if they don't have anything. <laughs> right. Like even deer. deer yeah. Will, deer oh, will a mess deer will you stomp you down, <laughs> yeah. man. Just even like, or gore you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like They're not you, cute and cuddly. If you don't have any weapons, dude, <laughs> animals will mess you up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Like, don't, don't go try to offer an apple to a deer. Just leave the, the apple on I the mean, ground. I mean, other than, like, if you catch it, maybe small ant, small, small birds. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, that's only if you can catch it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just think even, like, a little chihuahua. They're, like, the most aggressive little dog. Yeah. No, I'm not saying they're the most aggressive, but they're one of them. Like, Pomeranians, you wouldn't think, are, yeah. like, vicious killing machines. So you try to grab one, your whole hand's ate up. I mean, sure, it didn't kill you, but. Uh, well, we could probably take out most, like, purebred dogs, but that's because they're genetically, uh, like, dying uh-huh and like they're they're uh, horrible yeah for like we've genetically bred animals down uh-huh. to like to the fact that they're like their own weight is killing them and they naturally yeah. wouldn't it's or like, like they can't breathe unless you clear their nostrils yeah out. They, things like that like but actual wild animals yes <laughs> yeah like honestly well, i don't even want to pick up a chicken like a wild chicken oh yeah go about your business <laughs> i like my um, hands i like my throat uh there was uh there's this whole thing that maybe dogs domesticated themselves. I can see it. That like that that that's a that like instead of that they just live around. They're also the only animal that can get fat because <laughs> 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 they eat us our our diet. <laughs> they're the only other animal that gets fat. <laughs> that's funny. 
Anyways, okay, so uh, starts off in the mountains. Yeah, Mount Tengu, or otherwise called the Vanishing Mountain. Yes, uh, because I mean, there's plenty. Of, it's a mountainous country, so why yeah. not? Anybody that goes there goes missing. I, this is honestly the I, I love that it's called Mount Tengu. I wonder if this is legit because that's where the the whole Tengu sort of myth came from. Yeah. These people getting just yoinked by Tengu and you never see him again. Yeah. Um. And so it's just like in there shows this sign. It's like all danger, don't enter, and stuff like that. And then some guys are like, "This is a place. Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> at, first, like, at first, I thought they were just generic hikers that are carrying you know hiking picks. I guess it didn't occur to me that they were mountaineers trying to get to the peak. Yeah. Of Mount the, these, Tengu. these are like they're like, oh, it's dangerous. Let's do it. Yeah. And you're like. This is legit. These people exist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, what's dangerous? Let's do this. Yeah. Like, there's that one part of Hawaii you're not supposed to, like, that one mountain you're not supposed to go up. Yeah. People are like, eh, it's just a sign. And then they slip and fall and they die. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. It ha- rained. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Well, I mean, uh, we have a cave not too far from here that if you go in it and high tide comes, you're dead. Yeah. No. I actually <laughs> remember uh, my, my earliest um, experience as far as going past a don't enter sign is there was this, like, pier that was kind of broken down off in the lake, and I'm like, I'm going to swim there and swim back. And I swam there, and the whole time I'm thinking, eh, this ain't so bad. Nothing could go wrong until I almost cut my whole friggin' thigh open on this jagged piece of pillar that was hiding, <laughs> like, yeah. a foot under the wave. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like I barely, like, I, I noticed it the very, very last second and kind of, like, flailed my arms to the point where I didn't just kick into it. But, dude, at that moment I realized I looked around and I was kind of like, uh, wading in the water, and I noticed there was like six or seven. I was like in a like pretty much a minefield of sharp wooden oh, pillars. Oh yeah, like so it was like, and I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, somebody figured out. It's like, yeah, it's not that it's deep. It's that it's extremely dangerous. No, yeah. <laughs> people die here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, these people are like, oh, this is a place. Let's go. Uh. So they're like, oh, and and so there's a voiceover who are telling us all the information and saying that like, yeah. Some people just think, oh, well, it's dangerous, so let's do it type uh-huh. thing. Yeah, danger I'm willing to accept. They don't really understand that people, yes, people are actually going missing. Yeah. So they get there, and they're, they're pointing at this, like, ah, the peak's just over that waterfall. I'll beat you there kind of thing. But then this, like, very, very thick fog rolls in. Yeah. And uh, so um, one guy goes ahead of the other guy, and uh, the other guy, you know, he has a brain in his head, and he's like, wet rocks, fog, give it a split second. But then his friend, he calls out to his friend Yamada, and he doesn't hear a call back. Yeah. And he's, you know, keeps calling. And then he hears like a like a death groan almost. Yeah. Uh, it's not he's not dead yet, but he's gonna be. Yeah. He's so be um, and then we see the ant eater monster, Adigabadi. Yeah, the ant eater. Uh, you, and you can tell it's an ant eater. Oh yeah, I mean it's. It's very obvious. Yeah, that this is it. It's so weird because like we, it's weird because they don't do it so much. But monsters with fur. Yeah. Like in the in the in the mo- in the more recent common rider shows, they don't. Yeah. I can't. I mean, they might one. have fur accents or something here and there, but like even where things with like cats or like bears or something like that, there's no fur Mm-mm. in the monster. Yeah, it's almost all like plastic or or uh, metal looking. Yeah, like leather. Yeah, so leather's it's just, the best you get. So it makes it, it feels weird when there's a monster with fur. Yeah, like we saw that with the, the flying squirrel. Yeah, monster. the squirrel was like definitely Five Nights at Freddy's looking. Yeah, like the whole thing. Yeah, it's just it, it's unsettling because it is. It's, <laughs> it is. I, and I, I think it's like they should have the more of those. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's probably something to do with like how hard it is to keep clean. And oh, and like, I'm sure that's held. It be probably in. adds a lot of weight. Yeah. Just because if it gets wet or anything like that. So and hard to just make, I guess, really. Yeah, probably. Uh, because think about how long it takes to make a wig and then now think about doing that for an entire suit. Yeah. Dear. So uh, the anti monster just like takes him and starts walking away. Yeah. He grabs the guy, Um, you know, it's like, ha, yeah. starts making sounds as it's walking off. Now, this guy is totally cool. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Uh, They say his name several times. I forgot his name. I can't remember. Starts with a T, I think. Older brother. Yeah, big bro. Yeah, he just, he just like, he, he I guess, it get, finds a way around and comes up in front of the anteater monster and he's just like, ah, tries to attack him. Yeah, he ambushes the anteater monster <laughs> and starts swinging his, uh, his pickaxe. Yeah. Um, it shows no effect. Yeah. But definitely, it, it doesn't look like a fake pickaxe. And I'm just thinking, this suit actor probably can't see anything. Pretty brave to let somebody swing a pickaxe yeah. at you. I don't know. Actor. I've not you- even like a stunt actor. <laughs> just like an actor. Right. Have you ever been the guy that holds the nail while the other one has the hammer? Oh, yeah. It's just like, uh. It's like every time you're like, ooh. <laughs> just imagine that, but a pickaxe. Yeah. Pass. Um, and he knocks him down. 
Yeah, he and, has no chance. I mean, he puts and, up a pretty good fight. And though. then he uh, kills his friend. Yeah, so he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, he he licks him, and you find out that he's got this like horrible, like dangerous bacteria called the Curse of the Amazon. Not, yeah, and um, it's basically like a flesh eating bacteria. Yeah, this is kind of like think Komodo dragon. Like honestly, this is something that you you apply to Komodo dragons. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's making me think, is this a thing about anteaters? Or is the... <laughs> they really dirty models? But then, it, then it's like... It, it's, it's like, 70, sure, it it's, works. It's 71. Because they, uh, they do have, like, the, the reason why they're able to eat ants is because the tongue, the enzymes and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, wait, do, if an anteater licks you, can you get sick? I'm, I'm maybe sure. A, maybe a man-sized anteater. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it all makes sense in my head. I'm just, like, wondering if there has ever been somebody who's licked an, uh, an antlion tongue, or an antlion, an anteater's tongue, and just died from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curse uh, of the Amazon. The curse of the Amazon. Um, so obviously this, this enrages the guy, and he goes and fights a little bit more, gets knocked down, and the, and the you know he's knocked out. Yeah. And the anteater's like, now I'm going to test my bacteria on you, and then he does it, and <laughs> then, <laughs> then he's like lick. carrying him to like I guess their base, and mm-hmm. he's just like, I'm going to shoot you up with more, and then Zol's voice comes over, and he's just like, no, don't do it. He's done well to survive this, this amount of poison. You use him to spread it. Yes. And he's like, yes, I will prove my power through him. It also um, says that they, uh, they like brought him in, like he's from shock. He's from like Shocker Amazon. Yeah, he's like from the Shocker base in the in in South America or whatever. Yeah. Um, they brought him in. Uh huh. And so yeah, he's like the he's the uh, he's, he's the Mexican the, cactus, but yeah, he's Amazon. an exchange student. <laughs> um, so uh, and they're like, you could be common rider this way. Because that's what our plans are. Yeah, because uh, uh, Zol even says, I'm confident that if Common Rider finds out about this, you're going to be able to stop it. Yeah. Luckily, their their plan, the only reason Common Rider gets involved is because of location. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of happenstance, but also, like, you should be watching out for these things. You should know. It's like, <laughs> oh, dang it, it's in the same 50-mile radius. Yeah. Every damn time. Well, I mean, at this point, it'd be like, you know what? Forget it. Yeah. We're just going to do it in Tokyo. Well, yeah, because they, they try going to Hokkaido. <laughs> no, I'm here. <laughs> Everywhere they go, he just shows up. So might as well just stay home. You know, <laughs> yeah. don't have to worry about DVR or anything like that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so I don't have to worry about getting hooked up with an Airbnb. Yeah, it's just like, I'll just stay, sleep in my own bed, and Common Rider will just... Uh, just Foil my plans. here. So... <laughs> <laughs> So we don't both have to travel for him to foil <laughs> yeah. my plans. You know, I'm being hospitable. So the next scene is the the kid brother of the the only surviving member of the hikers is trying to go up the mountain. I guess this has been several days they've been yeah, searching. Yeah, so there's a search party and the brothers there. He's just like he's a he's an experienced mountaineer. He wouldn't die. And they're like we've been searching for three days. Okay, because even <laughs> if he isn't like dead, he's dead now. Yeah, yeah, it's like even if he didn't die, he hasn't come back in three days. Um, and like full grown adults die up here. You're not going up there and they're trying to keep him. From going, and he's like, yeah. get over me, ah, and he breaks through because he's a slippery little, yeah, you know, kid. He's a kid on a '70s show, yeah. Um, he's a kid that needs to move the plot along, so he's able <laughs> to get away from full-grown adults. Yeah. Um, so he runs up the mountain, and his his brother just steps out of a bush, and he's just, and the, he's, he's like, like hey, hey, he's just like, and then the other guys come in, and he's just like. Uh, we were in the mountains, and what's his, the other guy? He fell. There was some fog, died. and he, he fell off the cliff. And I had to wait for the fog to clear before I could come back down. And the brother's just like, "This isn't, this isn't my brother. brother. This isn't my brother." Uh, and he's just like, "What's the problem?" And oh, the nothing. Kid, no, the uh, kid's like smart. He's like, "Nothing. Nothing's wrong." Yeah, he didn't just scream out, "You're not only <sighs> John." Yeah. Uh, so then it goes to the next night. Yeah. So this is okay. This is interesting because he's like standing. This guy is looming over his brother. We find out later they share a bedroom. Yeah. And he's like almost touching his face like he's getting real close and then he smiles and he walks off. So I don't know if that's like his big bro taking control of himself like resisting or it's or, like a kid won't be good or something like that i don't know yeah or I have no idea this kid needs to move the story along so i'll leave him <laughs> it's part of it yeah so he goes to like a neighbor and he knocks and he's like hey i'm from downstairs can you help me out with something guys like opens the door he's like what and he's like busting into his room he's like hey dude it's late what are you doing here it's stranger danger <laughs> yeah and he's just like ah light comes and then the anteater disappears from behind him yeah i mean the guy is like a whole foot taller yeah and he's he's a mountaineer so he's act i don't know so it, honestly if you if you were just half asleep and this was happening, this would be pretty creepy. Yeah, <laughs> especially um, when the the room light turns dim and there's a big thing that just steps out from behind the guy. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're like, uh, I'm gonna get you. And he and he's just like, I'm going to. You're gonna show shocker now. Oh, uh, actually, the brother says that. He yeah, says, you're gonna show shocker the now. way that I do. Yeah. So there's some been been some brainwashing going yeah. on. Uh, then it comes to the next day and this kid is talking to Goro. Yeah, he's basically saying, "Hey, this is—I don't think this is my brother." And Goro's like, 
dude. He's been through a harrowing experience. The, Traumatic it, events can affect people's personality. Yeah, adults are always saying that sometimes <laughs> you don't come back the same. So maybe he's just stressing out right now. And the kid's like, I don't know. Do, do you think something like that would change your taste in food? And Gore's like, food? And he's like, yeah, he hasn't eaten a bite since he's gotten back. And he always goes out in the middle of the night. And, and also, what... all the ants in the area are missing. <laughs> yeah. How would you know? Yeah. Like, what? Right. Have you been monitoring <laughs> the state? Like, it, I, it's, it's, I mean, if, if they would have, like, mentioned that, like, oh, you know, I'm an expert in ants, or I'm doing a school project about ants, or, like, yeah. something like that, and it's just like, no. It's just like, strangely enough, all the ants. Like, I think 90% of animals could disappear from the world before I would notice. Well, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> even, be, even be, when I was a kid with no internet, and I would go out and play with ant hills, I wouldn't think twice to go out and see that there are no ants around the anthill. Yeah. It's like, okay, they must all be inside, or they all must be outside. It would yeah. never occur to me, there's not been one ant. To be fair, Europe could disappear, and I wouldn't oh, know until sure. somebody, somebody told me. Yeah, it would be on Facebook at the very <laughs> least. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get a tweet about it. Yeah, Europe's I, I, gone. <laughs> I imagine the apartment just has some huge ant problem. Yeah, something like that. Or yeah, just like, like this is the perfect feeding ground. Yeah. For a man-sized anteater, dear God. And so he and Goro's like, hmm, we should investigate this. Yeah, I mean, obviously that is a little intriguing. Yeah, uh, and Goro is part of the common, like part of the the Tachibana Racing Club, which means that everything he's ever involved with is a shocker plot. Yeah, uh, and he's got some genre awareness. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so the next scene is you see uh, Tachibana. Tachibana. He's working on a bike. He like has a motor. He has like a flashlight. He puts it down. Goro like sneaks and like grabs a flashlight. And he's like trying to creep mm -hmm. off. And Tachibana's like, hey. What are you doing? What, he's what just are you like, doing, kid? And he's just like, I need this. And he's just like, you know, you can't just take my flashlight. What are you doing? He's like, bro, I'm using this. And he just runs out. He's like, I'm sorry. And he runs out. And it's he like, gets... The funny thing is, like, how it's, is this a valuable commodity? Yeah. It's like, is there no other flashlight? You have to steal Tachibana's and Tachibana's alone. I mean, I'm sure it's a good quality flashlight. But... Yeah. <laughs> Like it's just not even really. It's not like it's a police flashlight where you can beam somebody from three miles away and yeah. they, they've got permanent eye damage. Yeah, it's just a little handle. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, 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 so he runs out the door. Haito just pulls up and he's like, ah, "I really need a ride from you." And he jumps on. And Haito's and like, like, "Ah, I can't say no to you, <laughs> my buddy." And he and drives, drives off. off. And Tachiban is like, "Ah, shucks, there are two peds in a pod." So, uh, wasn't like I'm trying to remember. Do you remember when Goro was kidnapped to be part of like the kids? Yeah. Thing. No, it was his. It was his friend, the, the girl. The girl that was and then just, she recruited him later. But she was she was the one that was just like grabbed out of her house. Mm -hmm. The thing. Yeah, so, she got napped, and then she was like, "He'd be a good recruit." And yeah, and then he followed her because I was just like, I was thinking, I was thinking, I'm like, didn't he live in a house? Yeah, because they they live in an apartment complex. Right, right. right. So that's the thing. Is like, uh, Goro lives in the same apartment complex as this guy, and I would have been like, if I was like. Zola would be like, uh, who lives in the same apartment complex? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because yeah. <laughs> they know Goro is attached to Common Rider. Yeah, we got to start vetting our victims here yes. to see if they're uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> near heroes. Excuse me, do you know anybody named Hayato? Huh? No? Oh, okay, there's one. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know uh, Taki? Yes, I do. Okay, well, we will not be using mm. you for this. Any uh, Taki is a bad uh, Taki. Scratch, yeah, scratch, yeah. scratch. You're no uh, longer applicable for this survey. Thanks for trying. <laughs> so then it's like, then it goes to the next night. And uh, the brother gets up. Yeah. And so it, it shows sleeping. that they like they have they, they share a bedroom together. Yeah. Um. And the brother gets up, and uh, we see that uh, the younger one is still is awake, but he's faking being asleep. The brother mm -hmm. gets up and walks out, and then Goro is just hiding in the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they they both go follow him to see what he's doing at night when they yeah. have the flashlight because. I don't know. That way, they can show that they're there when they feel like they're gonna jump on. Because if they if they have the light on and the whole time, the scene doesn't make sense. If they only flick the light on to show that they're there, like, hey, what are you doing? The scene doesn't make sense. The scene doesn't make any sense. It's one of those let it happen in seventy one. They just needed to get <laughs> Hayato involved somehow. Yeah, and that was having him at the racing club. Yeah. Um. So they follow their brother, and the uh, the the older brother is going to, I guess, the new new apartment building. Yeah, and he stops because he's like along the wall that separates buildings from you know like walkways and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of a cool thing that we don't have here in America yeah. called privacy. Uh, I'm I'm being sarcastic. We do we have privacy edges and all that, and there's actually a lot of space. But if we were in a big metropolitan area, it's nice to have these low hanging walls. Yeah. And, anyway. He's walking by them, and he sees some ants, and he stops for breakfast. Yeah. Or lunch, or whatever. He just drops down and starts eating is. some ants. Yeah, and they're like, he's eating ants, because I can see this at night. Yeah. And then so, <laughs> so the bro walks over, little bro comes up and pushes, like, hey, what are you doing? And then the big bro's like, yeah, slams him to the ground, because... <laughs> 
Uh, he's like four times his size. Uh, and then some shocker goons show up. Um, yeah, shocker goons jump out and find out that it's a big shocker plot. Of course. And then, then the anteater shows up and they're like, "What are you doing with my brother?" And the anteater describes the entire plot. Yes, he says <laughs> everything in detail about why he's here, what he's doing, what he plans to do. Yeah. So and what he's yeah like they the, already the, got the, the, the brother people. has to eat ants to cultivate the disease in him. Yeah. Uh, the bacteria or whatever, and he's going to be using it to, like, spread it around, and then Hayato's just like, oh, that's the plan. <laughs> uh, and he's, like, on the top of a building somewhere, like, even though he did... Like, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's, like, um, where the brother's apartment is, and he's just on the, the windowsill the whole time. Like, maybe that's where Boro came from. To be fair, he can jump from rooftop to rooftop. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he, there's a million reasons why he could have gotten there, yeah, how so. he could have gotten there. But the point is, he's been listening the whole time. He's, like, five stories up, jumps down. Obviously, he, he laughs. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's what you're going to do? Thank you for letting me know. And then he jumps down, like, the five stories. Obviously, he's not common writer. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he starts fighting the goons, and he tells Goro to run. Goro runs and, like, hides into a, a tube. Like a cement tube. Yeah, and they go in the. So he's fighting the goons, and the anteater is going chasing the kids. The kids hide in like a a cement like pipe. Yeah. Uh, so that they don't see Hayato transform. Yeah, because uh, he henshins. He henshins, and then he's fighting. It's a cool night night fight. We don't yeah. get many night fights. Um, and then uh, yeah, it, the anteater goes on. Like as you see him, like he's up on the wall, he's fighting sword fighting all these goons, whatever. It gets to the point where he the anteater comes over. Yeah, anteater comes over, and he dodges his tongue. And then goes to do a rider kick. Well, Goro says he's like, do the finish him off with the rider kick. And so he jumps up, does the rider kick, and it doesn't do it. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Fails. And then Goro's like, no, he runs over, tries to. Also, there was a point when he was fighting that it shows the ant eater like punch the cement block and like shatter it. Yeah, and he's got the kids on in either arm. Yeah, so th- it goes back and forth. And then he like, uh, after he fails to the rider kick. Uh, Goro tries to tackle him, and the guy just like uh, Anteater just smacks Goro mm-hmm. and like knocks him. And uh, yeah, and then Hayato tries one more time, but he gets thrown into this uh, like construction equipment, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then he's got this like you can tell he's his head injured. You know, he's yeah. got like a headache. He's holding his head, and, and then Anteater's the like, like oh, "Okay, time to go. Done here. <laughs> I'm out." Um, and then you see a uh, Taki show up on his bike, like Rider, Rider, yeah, looking around for him. And then he goes to the mid splat. Yeah. Uh, um, so when it comes back, we find out that whatever hospital Goro's in has the absolute worst ventilator in the world. <laughs> yeah, because it's like there's no strap to it. Just keeps putting it on him. It falls <laughs> off. It puts on, falls off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Goro's in the hospital. He's like uh, um, Mari and Yuri, his sister, are there. And Goro uh, uh, and uh, Tachibana's there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's seriously dangerous. And, and Yuri's just like, take my blood! Yeah, take my blood. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, we don't need blood. <laughs> we don't need blood. I feel like this happened before, right? When he was uh, sick from that yeah, he, mushrooms or whatever. I don't know if they said something like, take your blood. But he, he gets in the hospital quite often. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor's like, oh, I don't she know. She is if his sister, so right. I mean, I mean, know. the one that's the one that's crying and super upset and sitting at the bed, like you know, like I will die if he dies, is the one that's not his sister. And his yeah. sister's like, take my blood. Let's let's do this. But otherwise, composed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and Tachiban is there, and so. The doctor. To be, to be fair, Mari is pretty much a sister too at this point. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Also, Hayato is there with the head head wrap. Hay- Hayato comes in because he comes in from outside. And they're like, because, no, you need to rest. And he's like, no, because, I gotta look at Goro. Uh, uh, Goro's just like Rider lost. Rider lost. Yeah. Like throwing off the ventilator every like two seconds. Yeah, just he's like, like he's just writhing in the bed. And... I, I think this is actually it's kind of like how you know um, in states where you pump your own gas is to like give jobs to people. Uh, you can't pump your own gas is to give more jobs. Mm-hmm. It's like this hospital is just like well we could have a strap to hold the ventilator on, but instead we're just gonna have a nurse whose sole job is to put the ventilator back on. Yeah, uh, that, it's, it's, it's like on. it's it's to make jobs. Yeah, it's to make jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, so the doctor explains that he might die from the physical strain, but he'll certainly die as long as he's got this mental strain as well. Yeah, he's got physical and emotional trauma simultaneously. Oh, no. <laughs> and so, obviously, Hayato takes this really hard because he hears the writer, lost. And then so he walks out, and he's just like, Goro, no. It's all my fault. He's on his knees crying. And, uh, Tachibana comes out, and he's just like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, I can't do it. It's like, it's like Goro believes in Can't you. Can't you see I'm scared? <laughs> so, I'm scared, all right? 
Tachibana and slaps him, slaps him across <laughs> the face. Like, how dare you? He's like, how dare you give up? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, give up after one or two tries. Don't ever talk to me about justice again. Yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> pretty hardcore. It's yeah, just, you you talk to me about safety and justice and protecting the world, and you're gonna give up after one failure. <laughs> um. So this again, this is kind of weird. Yuri, the sister of Goro, out, is the out. one that runs out to go tell Haito that he's in critical condition. He may die any minute. Meanwhile, Mari, the not sister, is the one that's at bedside. Yeah. So, um, it's like, oh, it's like the actress, is, like the director forgot which one is his sister. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So Tachibana runs back in and Haito goes to do a flip cry montage scene where he, he yeah. fights Taki well, so, to get stronger. So, like, you, you you gotta you gotta draw that out. That's a great scene. It's, a, it's good. It's a good. I I will say that I do like that it's Taki giving him the montage training and not Tachibana giving the montage training. Because Tachibana's done other ones. That's why. Yeah. So we have Hongo. So it, 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 it goes to um uh, uh Tachibana goes back and he's just oh, like I forgot to mention. I'm sorry. There's one more important thing I want to mention about the crying at the bed scene. Is they're like, why won't the writer come and see him? Because <laughs> that's, I mean, it's definitely one of those. You have the the kid dying and the team needs to win the big game so that way he'll live sort of situations. It's just, you know. To be fair, he shows up for them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> if any, I mean, every time they're in trouble, writer shows up for them. Right. So <laughs> they're used to this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he... Uh, Hayato goes to like the, try to make a new move the mountains and he's just jumping and he's trying he's just like this won't get past their claws and stuff and then uh yeah, somehow the claws are an impenetrable fortune this is the first time he's ever fought something with large claws <laughs> obviously um I think maybe the idea is is that the anteater blocked it with the claws yeah it just whapped him out of the sky I guess or something and so he has to do something that will get past the claws and then hit him yeah these days this would that's the kind of situation that would be better shown with special effects like Mm -hmm. it it would have definitely been uh, animated correctly now to see like some big claw in the sky slap him out of you know slap him out of his rider kick whereas in this one it's kind of like you have two suit actors in the middle of the night so the idea is like you have to kick through the claw to get to the guy to like hurt him right so Taki with perfect timing he flips he does his own cool flip onto the scene and you're like you're not a cyborg yeah And Hayato is like, oh, Taki, thanks. And then he punches him straight in the gut. Yeah, this is like so funny if this is completely out of context. Yeah. If you're just like, thank you, Taki. <laughs> so, so basically he's just, they're fighting. This yeah. is this is like the, uh, this is total just movie training. It is. It's one of those things where nobody's actually going to get anything from this, but you understand that they're basically doing the same kind of moves in a way where one guy can learn a different technique. <laughs> yeah. So th- and so he all of a sudden he stops and he just kicks a rock and it makes a huge rock explosion. So no, what happened is is that um, Taki throws him. Mm. And while he's in the air, he does some extra flips. Yeah, he does a, just like a spin while he's flipping. Yes. And so that is how he gets the the super move. So yeah. um, this is like something that happens in the old Kamen Riders. Like they just have a new move all the time. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, like later on, I forgot what it is. It's like the super extra rider kick or something like that. Um, It's not that, but it's something like that. But basically, it's just, he just jumps off of two things before he kicks. Oh. <laughs> but it's the same thing that happened in Kuga. Yeah. Where he just, he just did a you flip. You add a flip to the kick, and then now it, it does It adds centrifugal fortune yeah. to it, which is not actually how that would work. Not how it works. It would just make you fall for If early. anything, you would disperse your... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... Um, I mean, that would work for a heel kick, (laughs) but not for like a a straight up forward, you know, Uh, but it's what do you call that? But then it's just also it's like um, they're cyborg. Yeah. (laughs) Our logic really doesn't apply here. He's just he's a cyborg grasshopper fighting a cyborg anteater. Right. So it's just like the fact that we're like, that's not how physics works. Right. (laughs) I mean, seriously, like even even a heel kick would in the air. It's not that good. (laughs) It's like, just go with it. Yeah. The generic rider kick wouldn't work because it involves propulsion. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Um, So, yeah, the the mountain explodes and he's like, I've got a new move. So uh, they they rush to the apartment building where the kid lives. Yeah, and they're everyone the is one. out. Like all of the, they check all the apartments. Supposedly yeah. everyone is collapsed. At least they're not goop. Yeah. So they have the palate of being infected. Yes. Um. The so blue-ish. I think this is the idea is that like, so this is just me adding to it, obviously. But uh, the first guy who died from it, he had the negative reaction because now nobody can catch it from him. 
Yeah. Whereas this guy, he's able to transmit it. And so all these other people are probably able to transmit it also. Right. They needed to cultivate it so it's not as deadly. Concentrate. Yeah, you don't <laughs> one shot and turn them into goop. Yeah, you got to make it so that they sort of die. Like, that was the, the big thing with, like, they had that whole other virus thing. The mushroom one. The yeah. spores or whatever. Where it was like there was a delay. That was the that was the most dangerous part about it is the delay. Yeah, you don't know how much has spread since then. Yeah. Like anybody that touches it is infected. Which is what we've all been learning is actually the most dangerous part of things is yes, the delay. It's the incubation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hit close to home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they even find uh, the big brother now has collapsed too. Yes. So he's reached his limit as far as and so they're like they're, the like they're all dead. It's like they're all not dead. They're all collapsed. What are we going to do? And he's just like, well, it all started in the mountain. That yeah. must be where the shocker base is. It all started is. in Mount Tengu. And so he's like, Taki, you stay here and watch over them. I'm going to do it. And he's like, okay, because Taki's... Probably, uh, like, seriously, he's like, Taki's just, like, one stage away from a writer. Yeah. He just can't transform. Right. Uh, he's, a, like, that's the only thing. If he could, uh, he's equal fighter with them. Yeah. Without them transforming, but they have superpowers without being transformed. So he's just, like, superhuman regularly. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's the strongest human. Yeah. He's the Krillin. And and he just, he just can't go Super Saiyan. Yeah, just can't Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah. Krillin could Super Saiyan. He probably still wouldn't be the best, but that's okay. Yeah. He'd be stronger. <laughs> well, if Krillin was a Saiyan, he would be better than all of them. Well, with the, yeah, with how much he's gotten from just being a regular. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's like. And not even, it's not even just a regular like, guy, but a, a guy of small stature as well. Well, if you take the difference between a base human and Krillin it's, versus yeah. a base Saiyan and Goku. Right. There's a much difference, bigger the, difference. The disparity a is, is <laughs> yeah, massive. So, yeah, so. Absolutely massive, yeah. So. You're like, but Goku's a god. But like, did you see normal Saiyans? Yeah. They were whipping out planets when they were children. Exactly. <laughs> Versus a normal person. <laughs> so, um. Anyway, so he goes to the mountains. and then, Well, first he henshins and he gets on his bike and yeah. then he rides down the mountain. Yeah. So this is one of those uh, little nifty things where they can do the entire scene without the actor. Yes. Um, so that they, way they, so can they can film be filming. They can be filming the whole thing in the hospital at the same time. They're filming this out in the mountains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's one of the. I mean, like that's one of the advantages they have now. Before, like when it was uh, Fujioka, Fujioka was common writer in the suit too. Yeah. So with having different suit actors, now they can just do a whole lot of other things. Yeah, they can film in more than just one location. Yeah, at the same time, like in the shows now, uh, they have action directors versus regular directors. Right. Uh, the regular, the action directors answer to the regular directors, but like the, they're like, okay, you film that action sequence, and while well, we're doing this over here, yeah, which is Better. especially now when there's so much more to making an episode, and mm-hmm. they can still release one every week. Yeah, it's just crazy. They've definitely polished off. You know, I mean, it, like, they've got a system in place. Like people will watch it, and they're like, the CGI special effects are so lame. Like they're doing one a week. Yeah, dude, you're talking about like. Game of Thrones, which does eight episodes in four years. Yeah, eight episodes in four years with a like a two million dollar budget, <laughs> and they're still messing up. <laughs> yeah, they they still leave the Starbucks on the table. Yeah, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, and so it's like, and then like Doctor Who is just like we're doing like twelve episodes every two years, yeah. and it's just like, but they're doing one episode every week forever, like. They'll take a week off a year, maybe. Yeah, they take one or two weeks off a year. Yeah. But other than that, they've been doing one episode a week uh, since 2010. Yeah, so you can kind of just take the bad episode here and there, the messed up CGI here and there. Yeah. It's just like, dude, they're doing it like... some really sweet CGI. Yeah, they're doing it like in 20 minutes on a a Friday, and we're going to get this done. (laughs) Seriously, probably for pennies, too. Yeah. It's like, this is what you do before you go do movies. Yeah, it's just like, dude, you do not understand what they're putting into this and that they're coming up with any the, the good the, the amount of good stuff. Like this one episode would be a um this one episode now would be like a final project in a film school. Yeah. You yeah, know, that would take that, that would have taken like 6 months to make. Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's they're true. They're banging it out in a week, you know. It's <laughs> actually a good way to um <laughs> to kind of compare it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, cuz you're not like it. Obviously, a, a, a film like HBO Film Studio in LA isn't going to be struggling with resources. Yeah, you know, you don't compare it to that. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, yeah, this is like, and the fact that they could do this in 1971. Yeah, you know, and like when, the, and then you look at like, yeah, it's just like it's amazing to me how much they're able to do. Yeah, and like it's impressive. Uh, like how bad the animation quality in like. Uh, Naruto got at some points in One Piece and stuff like that, and then you realize you're doing one a week. Mm-hmm. 
that's the problem. Yeah. They just and, <laughs> and they definitely sh- they definitely save up for some of the better fights. Yeah. Like yeah. you know where they're putting the money. Yeah. Uh, when the budget hits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the budget like, hits. You're like, yes, okay, this is slapping. Yeah, it's like, it's like the bass drop, but it's the budget. Yeah. <laughs> Slap that bass button. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so they go out into the woods. They uh, go out to the the mountain. Yeah. We see a quick scene that the ventilator is still not properly sealed yeah. on the Rider! face. <laughs> and then uh, some goons show up, and then the anteater. Yeah, so the anteater is on the top of the mountain with a dagger in his other hand. I could have swore both of his hands were claws. I guess I was wrong. No, he only had one claw. Just the, the left hand claw, and the Be- which this is the formula. Usually, it's one claw hand. It's yeah, just, so it's a re- the actor can actually do things. Right. <laughs> it's just I, in my head, I, I just viewed him with both hands. Otherwise, you claws. get a, a zero one Kong thing, where it's just like a little gun and a huge giant. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so he's like, get him. And, you know, there's a big fight with all the goons. Um, and this is like, it is so formulaic because it's like, just have a sword already. Honestly, yeah. This is like definitely a copy fight sort of scene. In fact, I was looking to see if I'd seen this exact fight before. No. Like, it, is this it, stock footage or is this a new yeah, fight? It, it's just like, they know the moves. Yeah. So it's very easy. And it's always at the top of the hill with one of the goons falling yeah. off. I, or the top of the bridge with one of the goons falling off. But, you know, as a kid, you would have loved those sequences. Oh, yeah, sure. Because you could yeah. act those out. And I, Honestly, I I have no problem with it. No, <laughs> it's like but it's just it. The the thing is, is like it's like quit bringing swords because he's just gonna stab you. Yeah, <laughs> just let like, him punch you. Yeah. He might survive. Yeah. Just ah, uh, I'm gonna hide down here. Honestly, <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know if I want to get punched or by, punched punched by common rider or stabbed by common rider with a regular sword. Yeah, which would you choose? Right. On one hand, you're getting stabbed, but if you get punched, you might just like get yeah. every one of your ribs collapsed. <laughs> yeah, because he, he can con- crack concrete. So, you know. Yeah. Whereas if he just slices you, you're just going to have the normal injuries to deal with. Yeah. You're like, at least the hospital knows how to handle this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't just oh, get hit by a truck. Yeah, you're like, you got it. It's, it's like you got hit by a truck. All Go, in one small space. Yeah, the, uh, about a four-inch-square truck. Yeah, that, it's so like, way too tense. You got hit by a truck that had a uh, uh, one of those boxing glove <laughs> yeah, punching on the front, things you know, in the front, front of it. <laughs> out of bed of concrete. <laughs> Um. So yeah, there's a sword fight, and eventually the the uh, he takes on all the goons. Uh, yeah. So he comes down, flits the tongue at him. It grabs his hand, and then nothing, nothing happens. Yes. He just lets go after <laughs> grabbing his hand. They're like and, the effect probably didn't work. So let's just move on. <laughs> and so he drops his sword and does his new special move kick. I mean, this whole scene, I was just like, what was the point? of even having it like why even do the tongue like you said there must have been something that just didn't come out well and they had to cut it yeah but uh so he does his new move which is uh rider manji kick yeah rider manji kick so the manji is the is what the the swastika is based off of um so i feel like there's some symbolism there probably you're, the spiraling yeah you're you're killing the, the killing the nazi goon with a <laughs> the the actual symbol yeah yeah Anyway, yeah, he just the he just adds a manji to the kick, which is I think it's just because he's spiraling in the air. That's why he's calling a manji. Kick, yeah, I think right? so. I th- yeah, or maybe it's because it's a power kick. Uh, yeah, because it is it's like, a symbol. Buddhism. It's a symbol of power. Yeah, yeah. that was originally what it was. Um. Uh. And so he he, he was trying to take it back in seventy one. It just yeah. didn't uh, catch on. Yeah. Uh, guy blows up. <laughs> uh. I mean, it's still it's still used in Japan all the time. The yeah, I mean that's it's part I mean, of it's, Buddhism. It's, it's, like, that's an Eastern thing. Like uh, Tokyo Revengers has it. Yeah, the Tokyo Manji Gang. Yeah, yeah, that's actually where I like 100 percent solidified the Manji in my mind is what it's called. I could I couldn't remember the name. Like, like when you look at Tokyo Revengers, uh, in the middle in between Tokyo and Revengers, they have a Manji. Yeah, symbol. there's the Manji symbol. Yeah, to show that it's that part of it. So, um, uh. And then it cuts to them at the hospital. And, uh, cut, no, cuts to them at the apartment complex. And Hayato's just like, they had antidote capsules. <laughs> yeah. They, they were just antidote capsules in the mountain. My favorite part about they, they this. said in the base. Yeah. yeah. When they give the antidote capsule to people, there's this loud like, bing. Yeah, and that's when sound. they're like, oh, I'm good now. Yeah. This is, bing. <laughs> that's all. That is the sound unanimously of all the bacteria dying. Yeah. <laughs> bing. <laughs> so he gives the capsules to Taki and is like, you know what to do. I'm going to go see Goro. And so you see the scene of Taki handing it. I'm sure the apartment, there's like a lot of people there. So this is time consuming. And he's just going to go to Goro yeah. and be there. So Goro's um, like, ah. Oh. Goro's already awake and he looks out the window and there's the rider. Because all like- it took is for the rider to show up for him to, to kick out. like. I don't know what what he's suffering from. It's um what physical injury? It, uh, well, it's not Japan disease. It's Japan injury. Yeah, pan, j- Japan injury. Yeah, yeah. Japan Japan trauma. Yeah. Um. So he uh he looks and he's like 
basically he's just given up, but when he sees Kamen Rider, he's like, I can do it. I can do it. And he's like, you can do it. And, and that's the scene. And that's the scene. <laughs> and he's just like, I beat him. And well, he says I beat him yeah. because of because I because of your faith in me, I was able to beat him. Yeah. And, and then he disappears. And then they all wake up because the because Goro is like, yay! And they wake up. They're they're like, he's like a coming right premium. He's like in like a dream. And he's like, no, he was here. And they're like, Goro, he wasn't here. And then Takshiban is like, no, he was he's here. here. And he's just like, and he was able to do it because, because of your you strength, Goro. Now you have to rest up and get strong to be like able to do it. And it's just like, I'm not gonna touch him. It's just like he did it. He did it. Uh, and then it it ends with the scene of him writing. And the funny thing is, the funniest thing is of all episodes, he doesn't renew his vow. This is the one where he doesn't, he doesn't renew, renew his vow. The one time it was shaken <laughs> yeah. is the time he doesn't renew it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like all the other times, it's just him being fine. It's like no, that was kind of straightforward. He he was never on the ropes. <laughs> yeah. This one where he actually does renew his vow during the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, so what should we say on it? Well, we say he renewed his vow. No, he did. He, did, he renewed his vow already in the episode. Yeah. He doesn't need to renew his vow at the end of the episode, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so what is your suck? Um, okay, so there's two moments in this episode that suffer from the same problem, and we kind of mentioned it already, and it feels like the director kind of forgot what the relationships were. Yeah. And so the first time is when Tachibana is calling Hayato and Goro two peas in a pod. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, when was this established? Yeah, that's more that, of a... That's a Taki Goro thing. Yeah. And, I, it, and the reason why is it falls victim to we need Hayato to be there. We don't need Taki y- yes. to be there. So that's why you see Taki running into the scene just kind of lazily. Like yeah. this, that exact moment should have been Taki driving him there, but then we don't have an excuse for why Hayato's there. Yes. My issue with that is we've never needed an excuse before. Hayato yeah. just being there is okay. Yeah. Um, And the second... T- Second scene is is uh, Mari at the bed and and yeah. Yuri being the one. Like if anybody's gonna leave the room while somebody's in critical condition, it's not gonna be the sister. Yeah, I realize that Mari's more emotional, and for some reason, people think she's more attractive. But we don't have to force her into the scene. In fact, she could not be in the hospital room at all, and it'd yeah. still be a fine scene. So, uh, so that's kind of just well, like the so one of the things is that um, uh, I will tell you that like couple things one is that uh this is only the second episode this director has done okay he did the uh, the jellyfish one before that was the only other episode he's okay done. okay but um uh, mari le- leaves the show before yuri mari is one of the characters that just disappears like okay. in a couple of episodes uh yuri stays around longer because of her connection to goro yeah so she has that in yeah uh so more likely it could be because yuri is a better actress Mm. is why she had the actual speaking lines. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can see it. I, it's just, it's it, kind of it off-putting. It, it, yeah, it feels weird. Like, I understand why they chose to do it. It's just, uh, it's not my cup of tea. Well, not, it's not my cup of tea. It's more like, I feel like it should have been more appropriate the other yeah. way around. Um, And so it's like, it's not like the hugest suck in the world. But it's I, all, it's all, yeah, but it's also supposed to be like that, like, Yuri is the tougher of the two. True. I mean, that's why I, I kind of let it go. Like, with the fir- the very first scene when she's the one that's more composed, yeah, that made sense to me. When it, she leaves, though, it's just it, like, huh? It only broke apart completely when she's the one that runs down yeah. to tell him. It's like, no, this is the moment when you should be at the bedside. Or a nurse or something. Yeah, thinking, dear God. Like, yeah. Anybody, but you come uh, back and he's dead, and you're like, "Oh, that's with you for the rest of your life." You could have been there. Yeah, it's like, oh, and she, he was the whole time. He was calling for his sister. <laughs> <laughs> your name is your name is Ryder, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what is your suck? Uh, my suck would be the like the weirdness of like, oh, and all the ants are missing. Yeah. How do you know? How do you know? Like, oh, what? Oh. <laughs> Also, I want to mention that the big fight scene with the anteater was just a sword fight, just a regular sword fight. He never uses his claws. Yeah. Like, when he when he gets disarmed, he just uses his tongue for a split second, and then he gets kicked into yeah. oblivion. Yeah, so it's just like, but not the, first off, like, that line didn't matter at all. No. Didn't need to be. No. I mean, it definitely is. Like, like, the thing is, is that is a serious jump in logic. Yeah. To be like, my brother doesn't eat anything, and all the ants are gone. Yeah. I mean, and, and but like then, you said, then, all it would take it, is if it, he was doing a science project, then it would be, but it that, adds but, interest. But then you're surprised when he's eating ants? You already drew a parallel there. Yeah. <laughs> you came to that conclusion. Like, the scene of him eating ants would not be lost if that line wasn't there. Yeah. In fact, I feel like if the kid without Goro just followed him at night and saw him eating ants 
and then, then freaked out and then told Goro that would be it would make more sense as yeah. far as the story is concerned. But yeah, but at that point, I think Goro would be like, "It's because he shocker. actually well, like there. This is a, this is a funny thing that it's like because that we always talk about the conceit of like who knows who Common Rider is and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when they see the brother eating ants, uh, the kids like, "Oh, we should go get Hayato." Yeah, because <laughs> some reason. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> it's not like they haven't done that before in other episodes yeah. too. That's why it kind of stands out. Yeah, as very peculiar. I mean, I, you got to try to shake things up here and there. But that, just... the thing is, like, if if he had heard at the start that his brother, the guy's brother's eating ants, he would be like, "Why?" There would be no reason for him to like go for go two... for the investigation or the mystery. Yeah. So, would, yeah. Like, but anyways, so what is your Sugoi? Um. So my my Sugoi is. Well, I, I do like the goofiness of the capsule having a sound. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of cool to have the talkie montage. I was ripping on it, but it's still, you know, kind of a cool scene where you show that they're, they're, they're tight. They're bros, yeah. you know. And who better to, to have a kicking, flipping, uh, you know, spar with than yeah. talkie. Uh, so my my favorite part is the uh, is uh, the Tachibana talking to Hayato. Yes. He's mm-hmm. just like just like slaps him around. He's like, "You do not talk to me about justice and protecting the world if you're going to give up after one or two losses." Yeah, <laughs> you act like it's going to be smooth sailing. You're saving the bloody world here. Yeah. it takes work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, because Haito right at this point is is he's pretty broke. Like, yeah, he's crying on his knees and like uh, he wasn't on his knees, but yeah, do it. it felt like it. Yeah. If, uh, <laughs> no, I think at one point he does get down and like does that. He, that he yells thing. up, but he doesn't go down. Like but the you, platoon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Is like you always think of that in your head. That's uh-huh. that's the scene. That's like it's, yeah, it's the scene. Yeah, and so you can almost any character you ever whoever screams, you could you could picture that character doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's he's pretty. He's shaken. Yes. Yeah. So he needed that slap and that wake up call. Yeah. And who better to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's really one of those things where Tachiban is not getting enough uh, scenes besides being the wacky old guy. Yeah. That it, it wouldn't be right. It, it wouldn't be right if Taki was the one doing that part, and it wouldn't be right if Tachibana was the one giving him the flip fight montage. Yeah. So this yeah. works out. So now we have to do the right ranking. And right now, he's below Kuga. See, the problem is, and this is what we said last time, too. It's not that he didn't have a good episode last episode. It's just that everybody's having good episodes right now. Yeah. And your show has the least plot. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like if this episode would have happened three or four episodes ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Like if 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 this would have happened when you were complaining about him having a bicycle race, Kuga having a bicycle race yeah. for no reason, exactly, exactly, <laughs> he would have totally been up. But it just happens to be this is the time. Yeah, where everything is kind of where it should be. It's like you're the you have the the same amount of heroism as everyone else, but with less involvement, like less emotional sort of. I mean, you could say that this episode is definitely he's involved emotionally. I'm not yeah. saying he's not. It's also the scene where he gets broken down and then brought back. So it's like you're just kind of back where you were. It's not yeah. like you've exceeded yourself. It's almost like you renewed your vow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, he created a new move, but it's not like it's a spectacular new yeah, move. Yeah, so that's the problem. Is like It was a good episode, but like they're all having good episodes mm-hmm. right now. Like Zero One's rocking it. Like Double's always good. Like Kuga's like really good. He just blew up a city. Yeah. Um, we got to see the, uh, yeah, the fallout the, for that. But yeah. the thing is, he tried his best to limit the casualties. Yeah. Like it was a conscious decision to take yeah. him to the least. And like he could have probably know. gone to Red way earlier, but he was yeah. doing it. It's like, damn it. The one time I need a quarry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's always between everything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, imagine if. Imagine the exact opposite of the room of requirement from Harry Potter, <laughs> where it's just like, it's always the room you don't need. Yeah, it's the least useful room for the moment. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> like, so it's like, if you need the bathroom, it's a closet. If you need a closet, it's the bathroom. <laughs> it's right? the kitchen. <laughs> right, something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it's like, no, it's like, it's you need the bathroom, it's like a, a hospital room with like emergency surgery going on. <laughs> yeah. There's nowhere to, to to pee or poop because damn it, you'll kill this man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think just leaving him. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I I hate to just like have this sort of you know meh attitude towards it, but it's you know it's an old show. It's its strengths are that it doesn't really have anything for you to like fully like have to sit there and think about it. And he know? will have like advantages, especially in the second. Uh, uh, 71 will have advantages when we're we're going through the the start of the next seasons. Uh-huh. You know. Uh and also like there will be some epic things cuz like 
Um, it's not like a spoiler, but he doesn't fight only Shocker for 98 episodes. Okay, that's good to know. So he overcomes Shocker, and then another evil organization shows up. Yeah, and because the thing <laughs> is, there, there's more, there's two, there's this, um... And the show will actually get stronger also when uh, Hongu comes back. Yeah, and there's, like, more characters to, to interact yeah. with the bad guys, not just the same, you know. Yeah. We don't have to have a reason why Hayato is there every time or why Hongu is there every time. Yeah. Um... Although the show does, unfortunately, shift more. It becomes the Hongo show again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Hongo, so I don't know how I'll feel about it, it until it, I It's see hard it. because, in the, you also, but you're also like, Hayato pretty much created what Kamen Rider. At this Rider. point in time, yes. The show is is now found where it wants to be, it's like, and it's because uh, of Hayato. And you see all these things. Like, the other shows aren't based on those first 16, those first, like, 10 episodes. Right. They're based off of these episodes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I, I, so I'm sure... If you hadn't warned me, like episode four, episode five, that Hongo was going out in X amount of episodes, and then going from there to here, I probably would feel bitter if it goes it's just back to Hongo after all this time. But now I think I feel like I'm properly cushioned yeah. to where I'm going to be comfortable with Hongo taking back over. Yeah. But it's definitely going to come down to how they do it. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where they drop the ball as far as moving, like just this episode, as far as like Andy's eating all the ants. It's like. <laughs> Or, and all the ants are missing. So like, how do you know that? Why do you know that? Yeah. Why is it strange then that you see him eating the ants? That's a direct parallel. That kind of thing. Whereas, yeah. like, if Hongo just shows up and Hayato is suddenly now that guy that gets beat up by goons. Yeah. He lost a fight with a regular <laughs> shocker goon. That's going to feel bad. Yeah. So there's a wrong way to do it. And there's a right way to do it. And I just have to see yeah. it, I guess. Um, but uh, so anyways, yeah, it's not that I, I, I don't want to I don't want to just say meh every time we do the rider ranking for this. It's just that uh, we've said it before. It's like kind of the ship on the sea and it's always going to be on top of the wave. We just don't know where the wave is at the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, so but the next episode is of 71 is the mad eating flower. Doku Dalayan. <laughs> <laughs> Doku, I guess, is something I've heard. Uh, I think it, uh, it's like dandelion. Okay. Dandelion, but like Darion. Okay. Um, I hope it's as funny as it is in my head. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. I mean, but they, they but they surprised me with the man eating Sarasarian or whatever. Yeah, and like... like um, Sarasarian? No, that's a um, that's a C-section right there. <laughs> Sarasarian? Sarasarian, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Whatever, the man eating plant that we had before. Yeah. This is new man eating plant. That's old yes. man eating plant. Just, um, which one's going to be like, Mom, I want to go to McDonald's. And it's like, we, we have food at home. Which one's the food at home? Yeah. As far as the way the suits look. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, but our next episode, we will be in Kamen Rider Kuga. Mm. And it is Retaliation. Okay. It's dealing with the aftermath of... Yeah. I, I, there's got to be some sort of pushback to that. Because you know lives were lost. Don't pretend that everyone was at work at that time. No, and nobody the, was on the, the street. You're... you're uh, tell you about the uh uh the team four star like dragon ball z abridged how they would make fun of the the original dragon ball z dub oh okay so the drag the original dragon ball z dub because it aired like on saturday morning cartoons or something like yeah. that on like fox or whatever um they like heavily edited the show okay that's where you get the home for infinite losers instead of hell and all that stuff yeah yeah uh but they would do things where, like, literally in the show, when they blow up a building, they're like, oh, it's too bad it was Sunday and there was everybody was gone. They would, like, add those lines in. Uh-huh. And, like, they'll, they'll, like Napa blows up a, a, a ship and they're like, he destroyed the unmanned cargo ship. And so in the Team Four Star thing, he, like, does that same scene. And they're like, I think it was Yomta. was just like, he destroyed the cargo ship and the cargo was people. <laughs> and the cargo <laughs> was people. Yeah. Should do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, there was a convention going on in that building. <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a convention of Voidos and Orphans. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll, that'll be our next episode, Retaliation. Um, I have a feeling that, like, if I remember correctly, it, like, the visual was not accurate to what the actual damage was. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, like the, just like one building. Yeah, it's like it's the, the visual was like... A he nuke. Took, yeah, he took yeah. out like a, a major city. Seriously. <laughs> it's like that scene from uh, 28 Days Later when they're like napalming the, the town to get rid of all the zombies. It's like you see it's just the fire just racing down the streets and things burning. Yeah. No, it's uh, like it's like literally a whole section of Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like how much of that is the actual explosion, how much of this is the energy light or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that'll be our next episode. So I have been Eric. And I'm Eugene. And we'll see you next time.